Hello and welcome to another episode of CM Conversations. My name is Nathan Rigby, I'm a business consultant in the biotech space and I'm your host for today. Diversity and inclusion is a huge important topic across every industry. It's a fact that diverse teams are most successful teams and it's no surprise that many in the life science space are focusing on improving their diversity and inclusion strategies. To discuss this topic, I was lucky enough to be joined by CJ Harris, Manager of Talent Acquisition and Learning and Development at Luminex Corporation, a manufacturer of biological testing technologies with applications across the life science space. CJ is a champion of diversity and inclusion and it was a pleasure to have her as a guest on this episode. If you have any questions around the topic or contributions you'd like to make to the conversation, you can contact us at cmconversations at charltonmorris.com. Anyway, that's it from me. Here's my conversation with CJ from Luminex. Thank you, CJ, for joining us today. Do you want to start by introducing yourself and, and Luminex? Yes, thank you so much, Nathan. I'm uh, Carlina C.J. Harris. I am the talent acquisition manager that oversees talent acquisition and learning development here at Luminex Corporation in Austin, Texas. Perfect. Now, the reason why we've we've got you on today is to discuss diversity and inclusion, specifically with the life science sector. Do you think the the life science space has a problem with DNI? I believe personally, not speaking on behalf of anyone else, but I think that every industry has a challenge, right? And um, it starts not just from the number of uh, minorities that we have in our positions, but more so of awareness, right? So let me give you a full circle of what I'm talking about. In life sciences, a lot of our companies and employers aren't household names. So you don't draw that attention from a large group of of people, period, right? You have to uh, start at the high school collegiate level so that they become aware of what you do and and how you're trying to make a change in the world. Then with that awareness, you got to put on the employer brand to draw the talent. So we partner with different companies who are focusing on bringing Uh, that type of talent to us. So then that way we have this perfect marriage, right? They know who we are, we know who they are, and then we can talk about the opportunities. So when we talk about life sciences having a problem, I think it's really industries where you're not a household name, we have that challenge. It's not necessarily a problem. It's It's a challenge because it's easy for your audience that you're trying to target to go work for Sony or Microsoft or Google because they're household names. Luminex, a lot of people don't know who we are. So I spend a lot of time going to different universities and educating people on who we are, what we do, what's our vision, and welcoming them to come check us out. So the more we do that, I think that will help resolve the challenge. That's why I want to call it, because I really don't see it being a problem. I just see it being a challenge. And that's typical in industries who just are not household names. Yeah, no, definitely. No, I agree. Um, obviously, diversity and inclusion is a massive thing at the minute. Everyone's having a big push on it. You know, it's important. It really is, especially in this in this day and age. And things are slowly, slowly changing, um, but surely. And the reason kind of why I picked up on it, obviously, I do a lot of recruiting in the life science space. All of it is in biotech. And everything is on technical functions. Now, when... 
I pick up a project and it's operations or engineering, there's a real lack in, in women and female talent, yeah. which is a problem. It really is because obviously, surely if, if, if it's especially in instrumentation and engineering, surely that's given limitations on innovation because there's less opinions. Right, right. That's true. And you know, it's funny you say that, uh, Nathan, because I'm a former engineer, okay? I, I know I never told you this, but I am. Uh, I used to be a software engineer. And here's the thing, and I mentioned it earlier about bringing awareness to uh, high schoolers and college. That's where it starts. So a long, yeah, a long time ago, I was on the board for Society of Women Engineers and mainly introducing engineering to that young audience and nurturing them up. So that way, when it does come to you helping your clients, you have a wider pool because a lot of, well, I'm not going to say a lot of women. I'm, I'm going to say most women are not introduced to it early enough. And so by the time they're looking at career choices, they don't see it as a potential choice. If we identify that the percentage of women and minorities are small, we as employers and also, you know, companies that partner with us have to look at who do we support on the high school and collegiate level to keep those individuals engaged in sciences and technology. And I, I, I mean, I worked for IBM for 15 years and I loved it, but I saw the, the technology at a young age and was intrigued. So when I went to go to college, I was nurtured the whole way through. So that kept me in technology and didn't keep me afraid of the calculus and all the sciences and math I had to take, right? But it starts, it really does, I think, starts early. And the earlier we can engage that audience, then I think in the future, we'll see a broader pool. Yeah, definitely. And it's it's probably, like I said, it's definitely limiting organizations um, as a whole, like, Again, root cause. Um, how was things at IBM compared to to the life science space? Well, one, IBM does a lot of sponsoring at the collegiate level and also high school. You know, um, we and this is something we do here at Luminex. We encourage internships, right? So we make sure we make these contacts with universities and make people aware that we have internship programs. So then that way students can come and try, try us out. We try them out before they actually come and work for us. Right. Uh, we just recently this year partner with a association that uh, supports veterans and veterans coming to intern with us. So we have one intern from that association. We're trying it out. Nice. Right. Right. So, so we as employers have to get creative and partner with these associations to help us with our efforts and initiatives centered around diversity and inclusion. We, we can't do this by ourselves, right? And this is one of the reasons why we partner with your company as well. You know our mission, you know our vision, and you know that we find diverse teams to be very effective in our environments. So I think, you know, instead of identifying where we are today, we have to take 10 steps back and say, how do we want our future to look? And what can we do to help with that future? Yeah, definitely. Definitely. So you, are you saying to accelerate it, we need to go to the root cause and, and push it right back to education? Not so much push it back to education, but support education. Because here's, here's the deal. When um, I started talent acquisition 
I noticed that uh, the employer I was working at, we, we weren't visiting HBCUs. We weren't recruiting from those universities. North Carolina has one of the best universities with tons of engineers, okay? And um, black and brown. So that was one university we didn't go to. So just identifying that and sharing that with my employer flipped the script for us on our recruiting efforts, right? So uh, everybody wants to go to the best and the and, and the brightest and all that kind of stuff, but you have to look at the demographics of, if you're going to Harvard and you're looking for a particular audience, you gotta look at the demographics. You, you gotta, you know, it doesn't, doesn't make sense going to Harvard and the audience isn't there, right? But the audience may be at University of Florida. The audience may be at University of Houston. So you have to understand what your initiative is, what your goals are, and then look where the target audience, the talent, where is the talent coming from? And I think education is doing their best to recruit the students and get them engaged and get them enrolled um, but employers have to know kind of where to go and how to attract that talent. And that goes back to being in life sciences and we're not a household name. Many of these students, many of these students don't know who we are and we have to partner with education to make sure they're aware. Yeah, true. Definitely. Yeah. We do that with Baylor, by the way, Baylor university in, um, Waco, Texas. We, yeah, we've had some of our scientists go and present and participate and their scientist week. And then we do engineer week, those types of things. Yeah, it is. It is definitely, I see it as definitely a problem, even like at the, at the high level, um, you know, there seems to just be a lack of, a lack of women leaders in the life science space, which is kind of why I want to touch on the topic. Um, definitely. Why do you think, um, having diverse teams is, is so important? It's so important because one, um, just the thought, process. Okay. Let's get beyond, let's get beyond gender. Let's get beyond race. Just the way we, every individual thinks differently because they've been exposed to things differently. So when let's do an example, we have a problem of getting a COVID vaccine out, right? That's, this has been the target that we've been focusing on. Well, when you have a diverse team, you have a diverse thought process. So we all have, we all have the same goal, we all have the same objective, but because of where we're from and the training that we've received and what we've been exposed to, we, we're going to approach it a little differently. We're going to give you some aha moments, okay? Um, I'm originally from Louisiana. I was born in Lafayette, Louisiana. And so one of the things that my grandmother and my mom always made us do is know how to cook one meal, right? So gumbo is like my specialty, okay? But guess what? Almost every little girl that grew up where I grew up learned how to do gumbo and they did gumbo differently. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And, and, and then here, let me put another, let me put another little splash on the whole idea. Some of the mothers only had sons. So they taught their sons how to make gumbo. So we all can make the gumbo, but we all do it differently. We do the process differently, but the outcome is going to be fantastic. Yeah. Despite how we chop up the onions or the garlic, or if we put shrimp in it, we put chicken in it, right? So that's kind of how diverse teams are. We all have the same objective. We're all trying to make gumbo and be successful, but we have different trainings, different diverse thoughts. Different backgrounds. That we need different backgrounds, exactly. And that's 
so, so important because we can we can solve the problem maybe in more than one way when we when we entertain these diverse teams. No, definitely. No, I agree. Like if you can't have enough opinions, like different opinions generate different ideas, which contribute to creativity and, and innovation, really. Um, it doesn't matter who you are, where you're from. Everyone's got a voice and a way of doing things and limiting people and not listening to people because of, of their background. That's just limiting yourself. And so, yeah, it's, it's, it's so important. It, it is. It's limiting revenue. It's limiting growth. We, we can check a whole bunch of boxes when you take a step back and look at that. Most successful companies tend to have the most diverse teams. And that's just the fact. Apple. Yeah. Google like you know it's the way Facebook exactly exactly yes it's pretty much Silicon Valley like it's it's a it's a liberal liberal economy um for for the reason like it's 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 diverse it's the way the world's going and it's the way the world needs to go fast um it really does it really does um okay what uh obviously you know, I've worked with you guys for a while. And like I said, from the start, I believe you, you're a very diverse culture. You know, I love the, the faces of Luminex page, like culture is a big thing for you guys. Um, what do you, what do you do personally to, to tackle it? Well, I mentioned earlier, I take a personal effort in making sure that I reach out to universities. I, I'm, I'm a big, big believer on partnering with the universities. Um, if there's a high school that want me to come out and talk to them, I always go talk to them. I never say no. And I believe that um, having a strategy around making our employer brand aware across the university, across associations has helped us tremendously, um, not just in the area of sciences and engineering, but also in manufacturing in the areas of finance, in the areas of just HR, right? So when you, you've met almost everybody on our HR team and you see we're a very diverse team, right? Very diverse, very. Exactly, exactly. And so I think it, what we do good, and, and this is just a CJism, okay? What we do good here at Luminex is that we make sure we're bringing awareness to the audience we're trying to attract. And, um, and and let them know about our employee resource groups, uh, who we contribute to in the community. Uh, Austin is a very great place to live. I mean, it's growing, it's becoming more diverse every day. I think we still have people moving here, even with the COVID situation, right? And so um, taking the stand on making sure that our employee brand is advertised to the right talent pool, I think it's helped us. And second, partnering with the right companies has helped us tremendously as well. Because I said earlier, we can't do this alone. So we have to make sure we're teaming up with the right companies to know our vision, know what we're trying to accomplish, and know that we have a passion centered around diversity and inclusion. That has been our strength. I I truly, truly believe that. Yeah, definitely. Fantastic. What other areas do you feel like needs a big push on on diversity and inclusion within within life science? Obviously, as I mentioned, I know I see it hands on in, in operations and engineering. But is there any areas that that you see where it needs needs more push on things? 
I, I think you nailed it. Operations, engineering, um, uh, maybe manufacturing, but not not as much. I mean, I see it more so in operations and engineering. And I think if we go, like I said, take that ten step back, it goes to you know how many are how many individuals are graduating with engineering degrees or operations management, right? And if we can encourage people to consider it mechanical engineering, electrical engineering, I'm just thinking about what I recruit here at Luminex, um, then the pool, the talent pool will be greater if we start from the beginning. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. And encourage that, support it, those organizations that are, you know, um, influencing children to consider math and science back them up yeah they need it need, it definitely needs to happen because like i i've got a lot of all my clients are engineers like assay development operations qara and i can't think of any female hiring managers in that sector which is a problem really like when you think of it um it really is yeah so no i think you're right i think you you've you've hit the nail on the head um we need to influence change and we need to do it quick. <laughs> yes, we do. We need to do it quick. And uh, one of the things that I've done since COVID, I've tried my best to talk to at least two to three universities a month. And with Zoom, it has been incredibly easy to do. Uh, I also used to be a board member for an association called National Association of Colleges and Employers. So I have a lot of connections with career services individuals on campuses. And I make sure we are putting our entry-level roles into their uh, infrastructure so that students are at least aware. So they see Luminex, what is that? Whether they apply for the job or not is, is not really my concern. It's just that I'm making sure those students in biomed, electrical engineering, mechanical engineering are aware of us. And the more they see us, the more they may think of us as employer choice. So, so that, that's been something I've been doing and encouraging students to stay focused on engineering um, because it is, it's very critical. I mean, we... Is there a lot of, um, in, these, in, in these universities, is there a lot of diverse students? Like, is there a lot of mixture or is it male dominated? It has been a mixture so far. Yeah, when I think about it, um, my last talk was with University of Dallas and I was very, very surprised at the mixture of students, gender, race, because um, many times students will reach out to me on LinkedIn and send me a, a LinkedIn request. So that's how I know. I'm like, okay, I see there's, there were some women in the audience because sometimes I can't see everybody in the audience because yeah. I'm talking. Of course, right? it's huge. Right. So, so far, it's been, a, it's been a really good mixture. It's been a really good mixture. Uh, another organization that I try to partner with is Grace Hopper. Uh, they do a conference. It's one of the largest conferences of uh, female engineers, uh, I think, in the world, if I'm not mistaken. So, um, oh, really? Nice. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, you know, making sure that they are aware of the roles that we have available and that we are encouraging and welcoming everyone. It's an inclusive type of research. I'm mean, not research, but inclusive type of recruiting effort that helps us as being an employer that people will consider. Out of interest, what um, obviously you mentioned there's, there's a lot of different cultures and different 
different genders at these mm-hmm. universities. What do you think is it that um, shies the students away from coming into the life science space? Do you think it's a confidence thing? You know, honestly, um, from my last talk at University of Dallas, I think it's an awareness. I don't think it's a confidence thing. Uh, these students are brilliant. I mean, they really are. <laughs> they, they had some of the best questions when I was sitting on that panel. And I, I truly believe it's just awareness. Um, many of the students that I met on the call have either had health issues or they knew someone that had a health issue. And that's what encouraged them to want to pursue a career in life sciences. And so if you don't have that uh, personal interaction, you life science may not be a thought. So I think awareness comes into play to give people options and let them know that, you know, yeah, you can be, you know, a software engineer at Google, but you can also be a software engineer at Luminex as well. And here's what we're doing, right? But if you're not a household name and they are not aware of the type of work you do or the positions that you have open, then those students will not apply. That's really what it comes down to, right? Um, When I was on the panel, I had a lot of questions around, do you only hire scientists? I said, no, we hire financial analysts. We hire marketing people. We hire uh, quality assurance engineers. So that's where, that's why I know it's an awareness, right? It's an awareness. It's awareness. Well, hopefully COVID-19 makes people more aware. Correct. We're seeing all these life science companies in the press constantly. Um, So hopefully, you know, a lot of more diverse students will have a motive to join the life science space. I, I believe that is, I believe you're right on target because uh, seeing Pfizer, seeing, you know, Luminex on the news, I truly believe that that's going to help with drawing a more diverse talent pool because it's awareness. It's helping us with our branding and what we're doing. And, and people want to to partner with an employer that's making a difference in the world. I mean, that's why I'm here at Luminex. You know, one of the things yeah. through me is that, you know, the impact that we have on the world, not just Austin. And so I think more of the um, the workforce, despite the age or gender, they all want to make an impact on the world. And I think that's going to help when we're recruiting in life sciences. I really do. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. conversation with CJ. It was fascinating to hear her thoughts on all things DNI as well as the great work Luminex are doing. This issue should be the front and centre of any company's people strategy and it's a credit to people like CJ who are making that more of a common occurrence. My thanks go to CJ for your time. I hope you enjoyed our conversation as much as I did. That's all from me, Nathan Rigby. Thanks a lot for listening.